thought I should Something told me not to go Cold hand reached out You hear that? You hear that noise? No. It's my brain storming. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Oh, that's the beginning. Okay, the- here we go. <laughs> <laughs> to the laser tag episode of... I almost said the laser tag episode of How I Met Your Mother. This is Perfect Brainstorm. I'm Houston Bodley. I'm Brian Perry. And I'm Jake Bush. And I, I almost stole your thunder there, Brian, but it's probably fitting that I should be in third place because you guys are the <laughs> seasoned veterans. So Let's get it right, Jake. You almost stole his brainstorm. I can't believe you just brainstormed me. Yeah, that was pretty uh, pretty uh, brainstormy of me. So, Well, guys, I don't know if you heard all the commotion of the lasers shooting here and there and yonder too in the background, but it's the laser tag episode. I have been waiting for this moment for seven, no, nine days. Yes, and it's finally here. I've been waiting for this moment since before I was born. I have been waiting for this moment for all my life, and I've never felt this way before. (laughs) Anyway. Is that what that song is about? Um, Yeah, guys, I'm excited. Uh, Laser Tag, if you missed our last episode, our pitch today is how can we make Laser Tag thrilling, exciting, popular, more engaging, bank off of Fortnite. One of the above we hope to do today. But yeah, uh, here's some of the things you can look forward to in this episode. <laughs> I can't wait to look forward to this episode. Uh, we're going to be asking, what can we do to improve laser tag? Who would you have on your all-star laser tag Whoa. team? Also, where would you have your best all-time laser tag match for the ages? It's going to be an epic fight of laser tag pitches. All right. So I, it sounds like you have a much more like completed like concept in mind, right? No, I don't. I don't know how oh, to improve okay. this. I, I, this is I why I'm turning to you guys. My concept okay. is pretty complete. I, I have written down three principles of laser tag that I would like to have included in some way that I think will sort of help the conversation, but I don't have really anything specific in mind. So this should well, be interesting. Well, maybe that... Maybe that's where we can start off with this is what has enticed you guys into playing laser tag in the past? Because I feel like here's my monologue on laser tag. Love it. It's great. It should be an Olympic sport and everyone loves it and no one realizes how much they love it because all of the laser tag places are just crappy dinky kid shops where yes. you have like a five by five room and just sit and you hover over their charge station and just follow them. And there's no strategy or skill to it until you find like the one spot in like a 50 mile radius. That's actually a good laser tech place. And then you find the right group and it's amazing. It's competitive. It's aggressive. It gets all the adrenaline running. And I feel like I'm a Star Trek hero. So how can we make that a more pleasant feeling a more common experience among people or what has done that for you in the past. So if this were like, not our like cool, like speculative podcast where we come up with like crazy ideas, I would literally just say we need more laser quest. Like there just need to be more <laughs> locations of laser quest because that's that one good one that you mentioned. Um, so some principles we learned from laser quest, it's gotta be bigger. Okay. It's gotta be multiple levels. 
it's got to be like pretty decent equipment and like a full-on like vest and gun and it's very cool and also birthday party room Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. They have what do you mean by birthday party room? Party they have room. multiple birthday party rooms where you can have a birthday and you <laughs> order some pizza and have a birthday party with your friends. <laughs> I mean, it's one so of that's them. That's the key to success sure. of laser tag. It's a birthday party room. Uh, and like, that's very much the vibe of laser tag is it's just like a 12 year old boy. What does he want to do for his birthday? He gets his friends together and goes play laser tag. I want to get it past that, like, Yes. prepubescent stage and just like how do we make this more of a mainstream activity like now they're making video games esports and like super competitive worldwide and that's like an obvious choice video games are obviously super popular and whatnot um but we've seen in recent history a lot of sports uh gain a lot of popularity that never existed before like uh, hatchet throwing, for example, is an up-and-coming sport that's become popular here in Provo. It's very strange that it's considered a sport, but like it had a cult following, and now it's starting to gain mainstream success. I think laser tag is higher than that, but I think it needs to go to the next level of like top ten sports, where like if football and basketball are like your one and two, for example, this is for the U.S. Soccer, obviously number one in the world. I want to get laser tag to like. At least like six. We we That's don't want it to, we don't want it to be number one. Like that is a stated goal of this podcast. We do not want it to be number one because that's weird. Um, yeah. But there is a stigma. Like it, it's kind of a punchline in How I Met Your Mother, right? That Barney plays, right? It's it's very much childish. So I'm very excited about uh, getting this. I, I think we we share but that vision. Twenty years ago, that's what superheroes were. So okay. I want to get over that. We're let's not make laser tag the bun of all the jokes. Let's just make it cool, guys. Just do it. All right. I, I have a fully fleshed out idea here. Can I have my soapbox, the, the Jake Bush signature soapbox for about two minutes? Because basically what you said, Brian, is it needs to yeah. be bigger, right? That was the first thing that came to mind for me when I started thinking about this. So I basically went as big as you could go. Whoa. What if we turned laser tag into the nation's first large-scale, countrywide, MMO ARRPG. Whoa! That's too many letters. You might need to break that down for me to understand. Okay. Massively yeah. multiplayer, online, augmented reality role-playing game. I like that. <laughs> so, Pokemon Go is yes. a thing, right? And it's a thing that people like, right? We have technology nowadays where you can shoot laser beams right out of your phone it's called bluetooth <laughs> so what if rather than renting out some crappy warehouse and strapping dorky vests on everyone we started a game of laser tag across the entire country with everyone using their smartphones as their laser gun so it's a little bit like it's a little bit like uh what's that game I feel like it's like a college thing. I did it in high school. It's like where you, you like have someone you're assigned to kill. What's that game called? It's like Assassin. Assassin. There we go. Like Assassin would be very fun to play this. Yeah, way. totally. And so like, and, and I was trying to think of like, like different ways. Like I'm not, I, I, I'm not going to go too far into the technology. I'm sure the technology is there. We can make yeah, it work for sure. somehow. Right. 
maybe you have to wear like a beacon or something so that it has like a hit zone or something like that but like basically you can like start factions or join factions and you're like alerted when there's like somebody within like a two mile radius and you have to like hunt them down and then duel it out and if you beat them then like they become a part of your faction or something and then it goes on and it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger until the entire country is ruled by one faction and like one team comes up out on top and then it starts over it's basically real life Fortnite, but with laser <laughs> phones <laughs> I, I, so i i don't want to get too much into the technological logistics but i think the biggest problem the hold back for laser tag for all these years has been the fact that you have to play it in a dark warehouse. Right. Um, and maybe that's a creative challenge that we have to somehow work around is like, if we cannot get the lasers to be as pinpoint accurate. So like, for example, if you're shooting out of your Bluetooth phone, like it's, you could probably hit like five feet off from a player and it'll just like redirect into their You'll phone. You'll hit, hit everyone who is in your range. I'm actually, I'm going to go anti on Bluetooth right here. I'm, uh, I'm standing up against Bluetooth. Because guess what? That's not a laser. <laughs> you heard it You're here right. first. You're right. You're right. Bluetooth, not a laser. Not a laser. You called me out. You called me out on my bullcrap, Brian. That Bluetooth <laughs> is not a laser. Okay, here's the thing. Like, if you're close enough but, to sync, like that's all you can do with Bluetooth. I don't think that's I. I think we're not playing laser tag at this point. I, I'm very excited about the game that you have pitched, but it's not laser tag. I, let's go to your pitch, Brian. Okay, I don't have a pitch, but I do. Oh. Okay, here's my pitch. Not whatever Jake said. <laughs> no, um, I love hanging out in dark warehouses. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's where laser tag belongs. That's one thing Using I know about bigger Brian. warehouses. No, here's what I was gonna say. Um, Jake's idea is perfect for like the meta game, right? It's perfect for like I love the factions. I love the like everything about that and joining teams and like knowing when people are nearby. But I do think there needs to be a designated place for laser tag with this with this Bluetooth thing as like an additional like marketing buzz thing. It's like a mini game that helps people like, oh, laser tag is a thing again. Okay. I think that's what we should use that Bluetooth stuff for. All right. All right. I could be talked into this. Uh, so this was another concern. I do love your idea and I want to make it logistically possible. Right. So we had problems with Pokemon Go where people were already like loitering or like walking into people's backyards or dark alleys or playing while they were driving. Uh, that's going to get probably 10 times worse when you're running around chasing people with a laser gun. You're hey, probably you, you going to get you wanted to make this popular, right? I want to make it popular, but also safe. So okay, what, okay. what I'm wondering is like, is there some sort of way that we can fit the balance of this where, I can chase down my uh, brother-in-law in, like, trying to play, like, cat and mouse with laser tag. And he's, like, two miles away. We just have to meet up somewhere and catch each other. Maybe there's some, like, goal we have to achieve. And the first one there gets to be, like, king of the hill and hold it off from the other or whatever. Without getting my landlady calling the cops on us because she thinks I'm running around with a gun. How do we do that? Okay, so what if you had, like, designated zones? Like, parks could be designated zones. Like, dark warehouses. Dark, yeah, dark warehouses. <laughs> like, they could, like, basically say that it's the game is only active with when you're within a certain place. Because that would also, like, Ooh, avoid, that's good. avoid the issue of, like, oh, I don't want to be playing right now because I'm buying groceries, right? And someone just tackled me yeah. in the bread aisle. <laughs> like, you, set, you say, oh, 
I'm going to the park to play some laser tag and you get there and there's already 10 people there just like dueling it out. You just solved all the problems I had, except for oh. you still need a laser. Um, I, I like, I really don't want this to work as it can just happen anywhere. Uh, but I do like the idea of, oh yeah, that park is now an arena. That's very good. What if you sold lasers that Bluetoothed <laughs> to your phone? Hear me out. So to avoid the whole laser problem, you just like, yeah, buy a kit that's just like a normal laser tag thing, but it's equipped with Bluetooth to sync to your phone so it can keep score that way. But you there have like go. you have like a chest beacon or whatever that you wear around your chest, and then you have a, a, a gun or whatever that you can run around the park with a great big gun, and everybody will just think it's awesome, especially the neighbors. So I think you did the opposite of solve Houston's <laughs> problem. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. One of the that. things... <laughs> one of the things I love is here in Provo, they do have, oh, I, I need to look them up to give them a shout out. But there's this laser tag company that you can rent gear from and they will take you up into the canyon and they will just like set up fields. Murder or- you. <laughs> <laughs> Murderyou.com. Go check out your laser guns. So they like you can rent out the equipment and then like they provide it for you. So you have like this awesome arena where you're in the canyon, just like running around, hiding behind trees and and goalies and whatnot and chasing each other. And I think that is a big element for me for laser tag is just like the reason why most people don't like it is because it's these just like like I was saying earlier, five by five rooms where. It's designed for kids to just like wander around aimlessly and let their parents be able to keep sight of them because it's all lit up and whatnot. But you're not like having fun. And so I think I'm getting into my pitch. So movies. Go for it. Go for it. I think we're ready for it. We're going to take a detour here. Have you noticed how most movies in Hollywood are all CGI at this point? Yes. Yes. So... That means we have a lot of production designers who don't have a job right now. I say, sure, okay. We go to Hollywood. Like set designer, you were saying? Set designer. We go to them. Go to Hollywood, find people. We're boosting the economy at this point. We're building the grandest laser tag sets for kids 16 and up. And it's <laughs> no little kids are allowed here it's gonna be dark it's gonna be fancy equipment because i hate all the like laser tag guns you buy at the store where it's like you get five uses from them and they're broken like i think you need to invest a lot into this but i think one of the biggest draws for me is what if i could play laser tag in minas tirith from return of the king like running through the seven layers of the camp obviously not to that scale that might be a little difficult but if it gets popular enough we could have like this is the Super Bowl of laser tag arenas. There like, would be like there would be like laser tag tourism where you like fly to different countries to play in different like huge arenas that look like the castle of Hogwarts or whatever. Yes. Like let's go what if we partner with Universal Studios or Disneyland and we just go like hey, can we use Sleeping Be- uh Sleeping Beauty's castle for a night and we're just going to have a giant laser tag party and it's going to everyone wants to be in on the action. It's going to be like Twitch, but in real life. So people can come and we hire all the famous Fortnite players like Ninja and the other ones. And they play laser tag. And that maybe they're not good at it. Maybe they're only good at virtual guns, but it, it gets the ball rolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's definitely a good marketing tactic. I like that. Um, 
Okay, I think we're going in a really good direction. I think we need to separate two things, okay? I think we have the general concept of like, oh, there's like this like AR play anywhere type game. But then I think arenas still have a place, right? Going to these cooler places that yeah. uh, you can actually have a big real gun. Not a real gun, but like a big <laughs> laser gun. <laughs> That's the next level up. Then you play with real guns. <laughs> what um, if we just started a war? <laughs> That's laser tag, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think you're on the right track, Brian. Like, these two ideas can coexist, like, really well, you know? Because here's one thing that is coming to my mind. I think the thing that makes, like, Fortnite so popular right now and Pokemon Go and these types of things is because there's, like, continual support and, like, exciting new things that are always happening. You know what I mean? It's it's not just, like, a static thing of, like, hey... There's this new thing now and you can do it and it's the same every single time you do it. But it's like, oh, this weekend we have a big announcement. Get yourselves ready. Like make sure you have your laser ammo. And basically they like <laughs> announce they're like Area 51 is now an arena and everybody storms Area 51 and like there's yeah. a big battle there all weekend long, you know. What if or they like what if all this time Area 51 has just been this mass investment laser tag arena that they've been building for years there's someone who's just ex- excited about it as i am they've just been building They're just it for waiting years for our years. episode of the podcast to open it up yes what if it's the aliens that are doing it because from their planet they already have incredible laser tag <laughs> they have phasers come on jake right yeah <laughs> phaser tag but like i mean i'm even envisioning like situations where okay like you have it's it's not just like typical like pew 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 i hit you two points laser tag but there's like like i said like ongoing teams and factions with leaders and captains and lieutenants and everything and yes. you like, have, like they make announcements there's like loot and stuff like you can upgrade your guns and you can upgrade your like ammo and stuff so they could like make an announcement and they could say like hey right in the middle of the mojave desert uh we have buried a, a loot box of awesome laser guns First team there gets it, and a bunch of people get there, and they all have to duke it out with their laser guns to like fight for the loot or whatever. I actually there's like different challenges. There's two things I really love about that pitch. One, the idea of raids, where it's like, okay, I'm getting a team together, and we're going to a location somewhere nearby. Right. The second thing I love is this idea of the more you play, the higher your rank becomes. And so you get like some sort of like seniority privilege uh, because of your rank. So like, I don't know if that would just be like, you get to make the decisions of how, if you have some arena where it's like sets are set up. And so whoever's the highest ranking leader there, his team gets to pick which fort they start from or something like that. But I do really like this idea of, okay, we're building raids. We have an organized team with hierarchy and, there's more than just like this random chaos to it. I have yeah. a name. I have a name for this. You ready? Go for it. One word. Laser revolution. Laser revolution. Because it's like just laser tag art. evolved, but it's also like a revolution of laser Whoa, tag. I just got that. Laser revolution. I literally thought you said laser revolution. Like three words all jammed together. <laughs> that's actually we're gonna even take better. the country through laser tag <laughs> okay here's here we go here we go this is what happens so i like the idea that like anybody can start a faction right but basically in order to be like a faction leader 
Like you have to convince people to like, you know, serve under you as your soldiers and stuff. And so basically what would happen is the most skilled and like strategic and people with the best leadership qualities would rise to the top. And then eventually you just end up with like one person at the very top who has won the laser revolution and they are like the last man standing in the United States. And then they call them to the White House and they're like, okay, this was all a test. You're now the president of the United States of America. This we was, found the new George Washington. This was like the fifth paintball episode of Community. That was the prize. Exactly. The winner exactly. gets to be the yeah, president. Exactly. Um, so I want to circle back to your original idea, Jake, of I, I think we have a solid idea here with the raids and like organized group, which to hammer in that point, that's one of the things I hate about online gaming. If you're doing team battles is there's no organization because it's hard to de- determine like who is the leader who gets to make the calls and obviously there might be a little friction with that but if you have like oh this person has like statistical proof to show that they are a great leader or fighter or whatever i i think you don't get to see those stats on the surface though i think the game just assigns it and says hey this person is uh is captain for this raid you know yeah um i i think that's better than being able to see each individual um thing because that because that could also be messy but you know that it's stat-based, right? Yeah. You know, like, okay, yeah. that's good. that person has good stats. For sure. Um, but what I was going to say is, like, how do we do this idea where there is, like, going back to the Assassin game, is there a way to do it? And for me, like, the biggest holdup is running around through traffic and or running around with a gun. Um, and so I'm wondering, I've never played the, it's like the Harry Potter version of Pokemon Go or whatever they came out with it's it's bad i i heard it's bad but i'm wondering if there's a way that you could do like maybe it's not laser guns but you have like laser wands and so your wizards running around chasing people and you shoot lasers out of your wand but it looks less threatening than a gun and so then you can do this game of assassin and maybe it's only like from hours of eight to 10, you have to sign on. If you don't play for a certain number of weeks, then you're kicked out or whatever. So you can't just like hide and do nothing. But this idea of just like chase down and hunt these people, their targets, the closer you get to them, the more your radar, your like your uh, sonar goes off or whatever. Do you think that's possible? I think we're on the right track. There's got to be a good way to make this work without causing like mass mayhem in society. Like what if it was just like like when you're in the arenas, like the certified arenas, there it's like full on like gun battles, but outside of that, it's like ninja mode where you're kind of just like stealthing around trying to get like stealth kills on people. Yeah. I don't think I don't think outside of the arena you're even fighting. I think you're doing the other things that you would be doing in a war, okay? Ooh. I think outside of the arenas you are you're like building up equipment, you are healing, and you're doing different things like that. You're getting power-ups. You're playing a Pokemon Go-like game, and you yes. don't need any special equipment. It's literally just your phone, and it's like, okay, you walked this far, you get these bonuses for the match. And then on the match, Friday night, televised, it's that's that's the when it actually goes yes. down, and you get whatever bonuses you've gained by doing just your normal AR phone stuff during the week. I think that's the way you do it. And you know what? Like, you know what I love about that? This whole idea of like, it's not just gun battles. It's like this whole like strategic like game that's going on. I love the idea of like outside of the arenas. Like I want there to be an element of like political intrigue or like 
espionage or like diplomacy, right? So like, let's say I'm at Walmart, I'm, I'm at Walmart and my phone starts buzzing because a level 29 captain is over on the, over in the produce section, right? So I come up to him and I say, hey, I want to talk to you about my faction hear me out and you try to like persuade people over to your teams or to like support you and different things like that and there's like all kinds of like yeah different types of strategy going on outside of the certified arenas i love this whole idea of like you can set up a whole laser tag coup against whoever your captain or your general is <laughs> yeah and just like exactly cornering them in a park somewhere i love it okay here's my thing with all of this this is not going to appeal to casual players. It's like not going to work. Good. Okay. <laughs> I think I think this stuff is just once you are like a serious player, right? Like my brother, he had like a key tag that he could take to Laser Quest, and he would he could like scan it, and it would like show him all of his stats and his rankings and stuff. This stuff kind of already exists for serious players, so I think we we're we we're taking that portion of what already exists of Laser Tag and boosting it like crazy. But I think we need to like we need to really nail down the actual laser tag gameplay that can apply to everyone. This league stuff and the teams and the coups, I think, is only for high level play. So that's like five steps down the future is what you're saying. And I think we need so. to get like yeah. the first steps one through four down. I, I, I we agree. need to know like, OK, are we going to have movable walls? I think we need like some simpler changes now that we have like our big framework of where laser tag fits in. I think we need to actually narrow down and talk about the actual laser tag. The lasers that are chasing the people. That's laser tag, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's the tagline for this episode. That's laser tag, baby. (laughs) Laser tag, baby. Okay. So to that point, um, I have two ideas with that that I want to build off of. One is... Are there different ways to play laser tag that we can introduce? So, for example, the most generic version of laser tag is you have two teams. You go and you just shoot at each other. If you get shot, you go back to your charge station, heal up, and you just go whichever team kills people more, they win. I even, I even think of that as as a, a specialized version. I think the most basic is free for all, right? I I uh, only, yeah, that's true only played free for all. But the charging station gives us sort of a vision of of the idea that we could do the teams and we could do more complex objectives and that kind of thing. Um, what I have in mind is once you're so so forgetting everything else, everything else is good. We talked about teams and factions, whatever. Okay, okay. So now so now picture. Okay, you show up with your let's say twenty friends. Okay, let's we'll pretend we have that many friends. See, so you have a group of twenty people, and you get to decide. Okay. What game mode are we going to play tonight? Are we playing free-for-all? Are we playing teams? Are we playing capture the flag? Are we playing battle royale? Like That's the kind of experience I want when I show up at the laser tag arena. I agree. I want to be able to choose, like, okay, how are we going to play tonight? Are we doing bases? Are we doing, you know, no objects, uh, fox only, final destination? Like, that's the kind of customization I want when I go to play laser tag. I agree with that. I looked, uh, like, I made a list of various... Uh, game styles that I think would be fun to introduce into a regular laser tag arena that I think is very plausible. Just say like, okay, Friday nights, it's this style. Saturday nights, it's this style or whatever. Oh, that could be good. Yeah. Um, And so like you hit on some of them, like capture the flag, I think is really fun. Um, uh, A battle royale, like Fortnite's big. Let's capitalize on that. If you say like, hey, come play laser Fortnite. Um, And 
uh, laser Fortnite without building forts, which I think is most people's least favorite part of Fortnite is the fort building. So that's exciting. There, there could be some fort elements of it. I think there could be movable walls at least. I don't think you can build up. Or there's yeah, just like a, in fair. this dark warehouse. There's just a bunch of lumber and nails and hammers. <laughs> what? If, what if? Uh, so here's another idea I had. Um, I like this idea of either King of the Hill for one. Like you have maybe like ten teams of three. And you just have to hold the fort. If you lose the fort or whatever, you all get shot. You all have to leave to charge station. Um, and then okay. everyone just kind of has like self recharge unless they take the fort somehow. Um, so then once you claim the fort, like you're able to hold it, it's a tactical advantage or whatever. I also like this idea that you have like shields that you can walk around with and they protect you, but they're Ooh, shields are cool. Shields, but like they only work for a certain amount of time. So you have to charge them up yeah. and they can block, but they're like see-through shields. So as soon as their energy goes, they power down and then people can shoot through the shield. I like the idea of boosts or like power-ups like that. And maybe yeah, that's like adding different yeah. types of equipment or like assets to your gameplay. And maybe that's getting a little more advanced past like the basic birthday party idea. But I think that's like the next step where we would go from this after that. That sounds good to me. Um, okay. So one way I think would be really good of implementing this kind of thing is goggles, AR goggles. Okay. Ooh. So you can see everything. So say you, you find a shield in the arena. Um, I don't think it's going to be like a big old shield, right? I think it's just like a little thing that gives you that power up. And so like, okay, here's what we need. Here's the other thing that also needs to happen. It's not just vests anymore. It's got to be a full body suit, yes. a full body haptic suit that you feel every shot. Okay. Um, that also lets you get hit in different parts of the body. So like you get hit in the arm, maybe it's not worth any points, but it could disable your arm. For example, that's cool. Mm. Um, but if you pick up the shield power up, it's now just tied to your hand. Okay, so in your goggles, you can now see in your hand, oh, cool, here's where the shield is. And then other people can also see the shield. Yeah. They can see if it's it's active, right? Um, so I think those are the two big things that we're going to need to let us do anything really cool and revolutionary with this, with this stuff. That's kind of the natural step of where laser tag would need to go is virtual reality. If you, you're not doing like a big raid style battle, that's the way to yeah. pull back in a crowd is virtual reality. Um, well, are we talking I, I virtual reality not or virtual reality. reality? Augmented reality. I think reality. virtual reality. I think yeah, virtual reality. We could go there, but I think that's messier because um, then you have to like recreate everything in the virtual reality. Let's just make it, you know, Google Glass style goggles where you see an overlay on top of things. I like that. Yeah. Um. So another thought I had that goes along with this. I think this is a good uh, time to spin into this point is. Are there like thematic elements that we can combine with laser tag to make it more intriguing? Now, the example I have, uh, that's it's kind of been done, but it's not done been done well. Is there is here in Utah Valley a place called the Space Center where it's a Star Trek themed experience where you get like a group of ten to fifteen people and you, for your birthday party for my birthday party. And you're all part of a ship. <laughs> uh, so you have different roles like captain, first mate, engineer, all I that. I think my wife has done that. Like she did that when she was like a tween and she's been like obsessed with it ever since. It's she really good. All the time. 
Yeah, I'd be super has. down to go with all of you for my birthday. I did it for someone's 16th birthday party. It's pretty fun. Oh, I did it for someone's 23rd birthday party a few years ago. It's still fun. Um, the one element that is lacking, though, is they didn't have enough money to invest in good laser tag. Because you obviously need a lot of laser tag equipment for everyone. And you need like it to be a little bit darker in places, which is kind of hard to always pull off. Um, but like if your ship is boarded by people who are playing like aliens or whatever, you basically just have someone who's a judge who's just like, oh, you got shot. You got shot. Uh-huh. Uh, take a time out. Adding laser tech to that would improve it. Um, so that was my example. But I'm wondering if there's other events that we can add laser tech to to make it more interesting. Like, is there some form of a get out game? That we could, like an escape room oh, scenario interesting. where you are like in a alien space prison and you need to escape. And so you have to solve puzzles, but you also have to shoot aliens along the way. Is there something we could do? That'd like be very that? fun. Okay. What about, what about laser haunted corn maze? Yes. <laughs> so you it. go to yeah. like a, you go to like a farm, right? And you have to make it from point A to point B or whatever. So it's kind of like the escape thing, you know, where they like take you out on a tractor trailer or whatever and they tell you this scary story and then they hand everybody a gun and they say okay good luck and then they just dump you off and there's just monsters and aliens everywhere and you have to fight your way out and it's terrifying okay, not joking there totally is a corn maze here in utah valley that you ride around in a truck and zombies come at you and you shoot them with paintballs like <laughs> oh like, yeah i've heard of stuff like that, thing that exists and it's it's wild i can't even imagine having fun doing that but anyway um, hey, high school kid dressed up like a zombie, I'm going to shoot you. Anyway. <laughs> well, I think just based off of that description, though, the problem you have is you're sitting in a tractor and you're just shooting them as they come. Like, with yeah. laser tag, you don't have the problems of paintball where it's like, oh, I accidentally just shot someone in the face uh, from yeah, two feet exactly. away. You can do laser well, tag and it's fine. I was going to say the difference here is the zombies also have guns. And so you're trying not right. to get shot. Because if you do, then your teammates have to, like, carry out your dead body. Yeah. And obviously, they'll be trained to, like, not be super accurate at first. Like, they'll kind of gauge it based off of who's playing or whatever. But I think another element to this is what Brian was talking about with the augmented reality. That just adds to the horror element right there. Oh, yeah. I would would absolutely love doing this haunted house with a laser gun in my hand. hand. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be sweet. And laser knives. (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay different classes of weapons is also very cool i also was thinking about classes of players right like can i be a tank can i be a healer can i be you know what i mean so you get like interesting to be able to like build up a team of different roles so you could be like the assassin who gets like a silencer so like maybe you have like a radar system if you shoot with your gun you don't show up on the radar versus you have a tank who has like a super automated uh if you do like what you were talking about with the wetsuits where like if you get shot in the arm you take less damage but it's an easier target or whatever yeah. uh, they just do more damage so if it takes like 10 shots to the arm with a regular laser gun you only need like five with the heavy duty gun or whatever and you only what get about like yeah. one per team or whatever what about a laser hand grenade where you have to pull the yes. pin and then you just toss it into a group of opponents. And that, Brian, could use Bluetooth. 
that's true. Um, okay. According imagine, to your physics of Bluetooth. Yes. Uh, imagine full having a display like this, though. All of the walls are screens, okay? Usually they're just black, right? But when there's when a grenade goes off, it lights up all of the walls and floor around it to show the blast radius. Oh, man. Like, that would be so cool. I would be very excited about that. Yeah, that'd be sweet. It could also have, like, a strobe-type thing on the grenade itself. Oh, yeah, that's true. So now what we're getting into, we're teasing this a little bit, and I'm very excited about this is we're getting into sci-fi LARPing a little bit. And I love yeah, that idea. Is. Yeah, Like, I love the idea that um, you go once a month on a Saturday and you have your crew and there's just assigned space aliens there and you have some sort of mission to go on. And it, I guess that's kind of the space center. It, I guess, yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah. Space center. Well, like, but it makes worse, like, it clicks for me thinking of it as sci-fi LARPing. And, and, you know, the, like things you could incorporate to kind of get away from just like the, the boring traditional free for all like battle royale style laser tag is like it's an entire experience with like a plot and a story and like everything. Right. And so part of it could be like, oh, yeah, you have to fight your way through this like group of aliens. But another part could be like, oh, now you're at a dinner party with this planet's governor <laughs> and one person in the room is a traitor and they're going to be trying to assassin everyone on your team while you're trying to figure out who the traitor is so that you can assassinate them first. And you have to like go around collecting information and like asking questions and trying not to get killed. So basically you're saying any game where we're already pretending that people are getting like killed in some way, like mafia or werewolf, we now also, you have to play act it by shooting lasers at them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Precisely. Uh, That's very cool. I actually think, I think that this would be the most popular form of the game is going with your group of friends playing as a team to work through a scenario. I actually think that's going to be more popular than going and shooting at each other. I think a lot of people would be more willing to be dragged along Mm -hmm. to something like that. Like, Oh, we're going to be like a team. Oh, okay. I'll like contribute. However, but just like have fun. Right. But if you go with your super serious laser tag friends now, it's like, I don't really want to go. Like you're like, you guys are really good. I don't, I'm not really into yeah. all that stuff. I think I think this team stuff and the different classes. If so, if I could say like, well, I'm not a good example because I enjoy laser tag and I think I'm okay at it. Um, but like trying to drag a friend along and then being like, well, if I as long as I can just be like the healer, I'm down. I will come and I will totally. do repairs. It's that the kind cooperative of aspect of it that makes it intriguing. I yeah, and I th- I think people are more willing to to do something like that. I think that's the the thing that's going to put us over the edge of making it really popular. So to kind of recap our ideas, because I think all of them are great. Basic step, first of all, we set up, we get nice, fancy arenas. Like we just solve the logistical problem of we make it, even if in its own form right now, it's fun to play at because it's a fun arena. Next step is we are getting together like, okay, Friday night is King of the Hill. Uh, Saturday night is convoy. You have to take something from one destination to the other, defend it from the other team. You introduce various games to the idea of laser tag. Step three, you introduce more special, like more specialties to the game. As far as like, here's my class, yep. here are my weapons. Stage four is then sci-fi LARPing, as we're going to call it. And then stage five is this uh, <laughs> MMO Q57 RPG AR 
42 exactly. wizards unite there's the name of the episode <laughs> this just like moarq 97 rpg this mass Whatever. worldwide interactive phenomenon i'll just okay. go ahead and claim it right now this laser tag yeah. phenomenon where you are chasing people through the r- real world okay i got one more thing to throw at you guys to seal the deal on this okay because this sounds like so much fun to me so yeah once it, like it, it starts out so there's kind of an entry point for every group of players right like you if you're just a casual person you can go and just play at one of these cool arenas and then it progresses through these different stages until you're getting more and more serious about it right but another yep. thing that we could we could kind of piggyback on the popularity right now of something else which is D. And what I mean by that is that you actually create your own fictional character and then you are role playing as that person in every match that you have. Ooh. Okay. So like you have an alter ego alone would be very cool. Yeah. 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 And like you, your, your person has like special strengths in their stats or, and they have like a backstory and everything so that once you do get to the point of like, you are battling other factions and stuff, you're not just playing an objective in an arena or whatever you can like, challenge other factions to matches and stuff and you can like read the bios of all of those like characters and personas and stuff so like oh look they're like kind of like a tank heavy team like we can go at them with this strategy exactly like use the terrain this way yeah that's very exciting because then it's like motivation to do well not just for a competitive sake of hey i'm good at laser tag but now it's like a branding experience like hey here's my cool character i have put time and effort into respect him because he just kicked And you out. dress up like them. You dress up like them when you go. Do we so do it's... permadeath, right? Like, is there, a, is there a, a death condition that you end up with? Because that could be interesting as well. And you need to, like, roll a new character if your character dies. It's like, oh, shoot, I was at level 15 with this character. Um, well, maybe... You know, what do we do with that? Do we do something like that? I, or... don't, I don't think permadeath is obviously, like, a one-time kill situation. But it's like, if you're losing, like, if you've lost 10 matches in a row, like, you've come... Yeah, and like the per- bottom that's... third or whatever, then your character yeah. dies. They're just not cutting it. Restart. Yeah. I like this. So, so with yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I like this idea of depending on if you're like the equivalent of a barbarian class, like you are able to use the bigger guns, like that is your proficiency, so to say. So you're allowed to do it when you yeah. go to these major arenas. If you're a rogue class, Ooh. you maybe have more ammo or whatever. Honestly, all of this can be totally fudged, too. You know what I mean? Like, if you are a character who does not have proficiency in the big guns, right? Like, oh, yeah, I'm a rogue. I can't use the big, like, turrets or whatever. If you do try to use them, you still can use them, but the aim is now adjusted, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to be, like, harder to use. And, like, maybe even, like, the thing it's mounted on will be harder to move because Mm. your character is not that strong. Interesting. All of that could be really interesting to me. Yes. The okay, here's the thing about all of this. It's all doable. Like honestly, if the technology's it's there. It's kind for of like sure. a it's kind of a like um chicken or the egg thing. It's like laser tag's not really popular right now, so no one's gonna pour money into doing something cool like this. But laser tag won't be popular until someone pours money into doing something cool like this. Exactly. And I do think it's so frustrating to me. I think there's a trickle down economics idea to this. Um, in that we, we talked about like the basics you need to get to have like the average person interested in laser tag. I do think there is an aspect of you make it really popular, like 
For example, Jurassic Park came out, then everyone was making dinosaur movies because Steven Spielberg was mm-hmm, really yeah. ambitious. You make like this phenomenon of laser tag, then people will be interested and be like, okay, well, maybe I don't want to go that extreme into it, but I'll go play laser tag at my local laser tag place yeah. or whatever. I, I, yeah. I think that giving a huge passion to it will intrigue the lower levels to be more invested, even in a casual sense. Right. Okay. Well, and we've kind of neglected the esport aspect of it, right? This is all going to be streaming all the time. Yes. You yeah. I mean, you're going to be watching your favorite players I, and like be like, oh, yeah, that's Ninja. Laser Ninja, is he, they call him. Okay. So here's my <laughs> last thing. And I, I want to like wrap this up because. Wait, can I have one more last thing after your last thing? Okay. Wait, can I have one more last thing after your last thing? How about you do your last thing, Jake? <laughs> and then I'll do my last thing. And then we'll ignore Brian's last thing. Uh, that's fine. Okay, perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Just kidding, um, Brian. You can do it before me. Okay. Last couple thoughts. So I still really, really, really like the name Laser Revolution because it's like a revolution, but also it's an evolution. Like you're evolving through these different stages of difficulty from like the casuals all the way up to professional esports, right? Yes. And so there's that. And then also the people who reach that highest tier, that they are like serious players, a part of like big important factions. There would be like like events and like matches that are streamed on Twitch and like every platform and they could arrange it to have one in space and it would be just like Whoa. Ender's Game. Oh man, I can't believe we haven't said Ender's Game but before now. I know, it just I, dawned I, on me that this is basically like we need it to be in space at some point so the Ender's Game theme can come in. You literally took my breath away there, Jake. I love that. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's do it. That's very good. It's a good thing we let you say that point. Um, okay, here was my point. It's less exciting, but I think it's important to have nailed down. We need to be making money off of this, okay? So what our company is going to be doing is producing content, right? So we'll establish laser tag as like a sport, but you don't make money off of like a sport. There isn't like a guy who's like, yeah, I make money off of basketball. You have to be the NBA, right? So we'll, we'll organize leagues and stuff like that. But I think we also on the... Like the team and the role-playing side, we're producing content. We're producing videos of like, maybe there's like a new season every month, right? And it's like, okay, here's the intro videos. Here's um, characters that we're developing. Like we could do all of that stuff. And uh, and that's all our company. And we're making we'd all the like, money. And we get advertisers and sponsorships and all that good stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. So to Mo- Energy drinks are going to love this. So to go along with that point of marketing on a, on a mass scale, Brian... I want us to go ahead and design our dream laser tag team. There there doesn't necessarily need to be any qualifiers. Just who do we think is going to be the best face of our organization for the laser revolution? And we are going to start this off with creating three different arenas based off of real places throughout the world where we're going to play with a team of six. We won't, like set up the other team we're just going to create one team so we each get to pick two celebrities and a location where we're going to have a kickoff match essentially for this laser revolution so let's each like go through just kind of quickly just pick one celebrity who we want on our team and then after that one location each starting with jake okay my location is a deserted island in the middle of the caribbean um and so you actually just get dropped in there Fortnite style. Um, you have to like parachute in and everything. And my <laughs> team players would be, for one, Bear Grylls. 
because he would help <laughs> us fun. survive and help us find resources and it would be amazing. And then my second one would be whoever the guy is from American Sniper because I think he's good at shooting things. Bradley Cooper? Well, not like the real person. The real person? <laughs> oh. Did you the person No, 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 no. no. I changed life. my mind. I changed my mind. Bradley Cooper. Because the real person is dead. Like that's the whole point of oh, spoilers. Crap. I, I didn't guess, know that. I'm American sorry, Sniper, guys. But yeah, he's dead. That was so, really poor taste. <laughs> so Bradley Cooper. So Bradley Cooper. <laughs> so Bradley Cooper. That's my second choice. <laughs> okay. Um, my location is, uh, I, I literally, I want to have just the traditional stadium, right? I want, yeah. uh, I want like an Olympic style, uh, laser tag stadium. Um, my, my players are Tom Holland. Cause he's just, just, he's very hot right now. Everyone's talking about Tom Holland, uh, and Jennifer Lawrence because hunger games. I feel like you could do a nice Ooh. hunger games style thing. Oh yeah. Bow and arrow. Let's get, let's get some <laughs> oh, bows and arrows, bow. laser bows and arrows, laser bows yeah. and arrows. Um, genius. So we've got my location because Jake hit the Fortnite aspect. Brian hit the traditional aspect. I'm going to incorporate the augmented reality into my arena. And I'm going to say, let's go into the catacombs of uh, somewhere in Rome or something. And Whoa. we're going to do augmented reality. So it's a little more horror themed for this one. Um you're running around the catacombs, and my two people who I am going to include on the team are one Keanu Reeves because John Wick and Keanu Reeves oh, would be the best face for laser tag ever. Well, and like cyberpunk, he's he's like in this scene already. Yeah, Matrix, like he's there. Laser tag is basic, like it got its popularity. I feel in part because of the Matrix and that whole. Culture. I think the Matrix was very good for laser tag. Yeah, so that's like I don't know. He just to me feels like the face of laser tag as it should be. And then the other one mm -hmm. is because based off of a quick Google search, I looked for celebrities who play laser tag and the first name was Ashton Kutcher. So we're adding him. Of course. <laughs> All nice. right. That's our team. That's our marketing plan. Laser revolution coming April, 2020. That's pretty, that's pretty soon. I hate that. This isn't real. I hate <laughs> it. I want to play this game. Seriously. Hey, if like, I want to pay my subscription so I can go every month and I can go catch up on the new storyline and play through it with my cool laser gun and my and my team and we're just going to rock it so good. Also, like, why can't like it, it's just a shame that it's not a real thing that me and my friends can't go play through a laser simulated version of that Shia LaBeouf song where we're running from Shia LaBeouf in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so good. What if and that music, the Shia LaBeouf music is playing in the background the whole time? Oh my gosh, what if there's user-submitted content? What if people can, like, put together, like, like video content for an arena? And, like, there's, like, DJs putting together, like, like remixes for stuff? Like, oh, it's all really cool. Also, I am going to pitch the opposing team for our celebrity kickoff match. <laughs> okay. And it's all just the cast of Even Stevens wearing Shia LaBeouf masks. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Christy Carlson Romano is like a huge laser tag player, so for sure. Um, I think that's good. I think that basically wraps up everything we, did we need to talk about with laser tag. Yeah. If you On have the side means note, to make this happen, make it happen. Just like do it. Like you'll make money eventually. Like we'll be there. We'll like make sure that it happens. If you guys if someone can put up the money and like 
Just like make it happen, please. We will be on the celebrity kickoff team because our podcast will be so famous <laughs> yeah. by then. Oh yeah, the guys who invented laser revolution. Yeah. Should we go ahead and tease what our next week episode is? Let's do it. It's my episode, right? It sure is, Brian. Yep. I sure hope so because I did not come with an idea. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm glad uh, you already brought up Area 51 because I wanted to do an Area 51 episode. Okay. Because the official uh, Facebook event raid is uh, is like next week. I think it'll be coming <gasps> oh, out around crap. the right the right time for that. I haven't bought my plane tickets yet. <laughs> oh shoot! No, we can just we can drive down. I'm, uh, oh yeah, it's not that far. It's just on the weekend. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I kept wanting to do an Area 51 episode, but the the creative challenge that kept coming to me and I could not get out of my head was making a musical supergroup. And so <laughs> I'm going to say we're making a musical supergroup who is going to perform at Area 51 because there's also the Area 51 music festival that's uh, going on because of the uh, because of the raid. Uh, so we're going to make a, uh, a supergroup. I'm not sure if you guys even know what a musical supergroup is. Do you guys need some examples so we can uh, like... sort of get the brains going? Yeah, One that direction. might be helpful. So One Direction is an interesting case. It's not a super group because none of those people were anything before One Direction, right? Um, right. The super group is basically saying, hey, you know that guy from the Beatles and you know that guy from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? Let's put them in a band together because they're they're both great in their own bands. Okay. So combining them is the super group, okay? Like, Here's some examples. Okay? Like the Postal the Service. Wilburys, uh, Postal Service is kind of one, yeah. I don't think it was on the list I read through today, but that's a good example. It's like someone from Death Cab for Cutie and someone from something else. Um, yeah, that, I'm surprised that wasn't listed. Anyway, ones listed here are the Traveling Wilburys. They were like the first supergroup I had heard of. I think they're referenced on Community. That's like Tom um, Petty but, and George Harrison and whatnot, right? Yes, George Harrison, Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, Jeff Lynne from Electric Light Orchestra, and Roy Orbison. Um, other ones, Angels and Airwaves is a more modern one, right? Takes oh, I was actually from, thinking about them. Blink-182, Nine Inch Nails, Lost Profits, 30 Seconds to Mars, that kind of thing, okay? Um, there is NKOT BSB, which is New Kids on the Block and Backstreet Boys, okay? <laughs> so, like, generally take this concept of you're only allowed to put people in the group if they already have been in some kind of known band, right? Um, the list I was looking at had very low standards for that. Um, so I, I think we, we want to keep it generally, you know, well-known people. Um, but there's no limit to the number because those like they have those charity super groups like Band Aid and uh, USA for Africa. Like, do they know it's Christmas? Those guys, we are the world. Um, those are tons of people, right? And everyone's seeing like one line. So we have some flexibility on size, but I want to make sure we're only using like decently well known people. I like that idea. Okay. So it's a it's make a musical super group to perform at the Area 51 Music Festival. Um, that also and, means that they have to be people who are alive currently and able to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, it should we say they can't be in bands who are already performing? Uh, no, that's fine because they're already there. They can they can do two sets. Yeah. Can I add this stipulation to it as well? Sure. It has to be people who you could you hear that they're at Area Fifty One, and it's just like, oh, that makes sense. What does that mean? No, hold on. What does that mean? That they're weird or that they're aliens? Is that what you're that, suggesting? Like, I say David Bowie is going to perform at Area 51 <laughs> okay. and everyone's like, yeah, that makes sense. So like. But again, doesn't meet the requirements for the episode because he's dead. Exactly. That's okay. why I said for it. reminding me of that, Brian. <laughs> as long as we're all on the same page. 
Um, so they have to be okay. That's a hard. I may not stick. Maybe to that. that's just we'll see their what front man. We we can have some flexibility. We okay. can discuss it off air and get more yeah specific. Um, and as always, our listeners can help us out with this. Uh, let us know who you want to see in this uh, musical supergroup to perform at Area Fifty One. Um, and you can reach us anywhere on the internet. Just go to any website and type in the name, <laughs> and we'll find it. <laughs> Perfect. We need to work on our marketing strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Go to a website and type it in somewhere. We'll find. We'll find it. And then uh, we will start no, googling go for our, our Instagram or our email. Our email is perfectbrainstormpod at gmail.com Or we've got a Facebook group. Or we've got our Instagram at uh, perfectbrainstorm. Uh, just we're all we're all the places. So uh, let us know. Uh, come find us in person if that's more convenient for you. Uh, and let us know what cool bands uh, and what, I don't know, we can come up with other stuff. Like, what songs are they going to do? Are they going to do covers, original songs? We'll figure all that out next week on Perfect Brainstorm. See you next week? No, it's join us next week. I failed it. Join us next week. <sighs> I'm Houston Bye. Bodley. <laughs> I'm Jake Bush. I'm I'm. I'm Jake Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. I always have been. Darkness floods your eyes. When you need to see, don't waste your time on me. Don't waste your time on me. I take my laser gun and I go pew, pew, pew.